Hi, this is Relatively Asian Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Minnie, and this is episode one of our new podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our very first episode. Woo! We finally made it here. Yes, we made it, fam. Only after Actually, I hate when people say that. But why'd you say it? I feel like I took on a uh, podcast personality. That yeah, I'm it's true. I don't. Still it's, discovering. It's pretty vague, not gonna I'm lie. still discovering. What? Yeah. No, I mean, like, when people say, like, let's get it, fam, or I'm here for. No, some Actually, people do say um, fam. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. who says that in real life? Anyways, moving, <laughs> moving on. on. <laughs> Off to a great start. Yeah. So. Today is our intro episode, yes. and we just wanted to talk about why we decided to make a podcast, mm-hmm. and why now. Yeah, why now, Yeah, Minnie? so why now? And why us? Uh, <laughs> so I feel like, you know, you and I, like, so, okay, so Teresa and I first met a couple years ago post-college, and this is right before she started her new job. Mm-hmm. So she had a ton of free time. Yes. She was basically was over, over, like, I mean, at one point you were over, like, almost. pretty closely. Yeah, you did. Yeah, there like, were weeks where I was there every day. Yeah, every day, yeah. Um... And we weren't friends before this. Yeah, no. Yeah, and then... We, like, met briefly in college, but definitely reconnected post. Yeah, post-college. And then during that time when she had a lot of free time, she was over at my place um, when I was living with my other roommate. And, yeah, we, like, started hanging out. We had some deep conversations, always drinking tea. Yes, always on the couch. Yeah, always on the same (laughs) couch. Um, And then I feel like a year after... Yeah, people just told us, like, why not start a podcast? Or they like, planted the seed, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and that's something that we always wanted to do. And mm-hmm. We also so, both listen to podcasts, too. Yeah, yeah, avid podcast listeners. Definitely. But, yeah, yeah something that we struggled to uh, come up with was our name. So, yes. so why did we name. choose Why Relatively name? Asian? Yeah, you tell me. Why did we choose Relatively Asian? <laughs> well, I think we were trying to identify, like, one word or a concept or a short yeah, like, name that would describe the both of us. Yeah. Kind of what we have to offer and share about. Um, and I think in that conversation, a lot of it came kept coming back to the fact that we're both Asian Americans. Yeah. And basically that means, you know, our parents grew up overseas, like, in mm-hmm. China or <laughs> Taiwan. Yeah, in China or Taiwan. In the mainland. Asia. Yeah, Asia. Immigrated. And, yeah, but they immigrated here and then had us in America. So for mm-hmm. us, like, we grew up. And we're raised in America. Yeah. And, and then that just influences our, like, perspectives on things. For sure. And our experience having, like, parents who grew up in a different culture. But for yeah. us growing up in, you know, the American culture. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, they're not very similar cultures. No, too. they're completely different. And yeah. so you just get, like, an interesting mix of, like, the two cultures that definitely shapes yeah. a lot of, like, our experiences and our worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, so, therefore, we're relatively Asian because we're not completely completely we are asian we're asian already confusing yeah (laughs) we're we're pretty much asian (laughs) we're pretty much almost asian yes exactly which are all possible adjectives we might have (laughs) which we also considered (laughs) a lot of those but we decided relatively asian just rolls off the tongue the best and yeah yeah so there you have it yeah so i guess a little background on ourselves Mm -hmm. um so Teresa and I are both in our mid twenties. Yeah. We both live in the tri-state area, Greater and... New York City area. Oh yeah, because tri-state. Do people yeah. even know what that means? I don't know what that outside means. of I just, I don't the know tri-state that area. <laughs> yeah, no That's one knows. New York, that New means. Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Oh my god! 
I'm so dumb. I don't want even want to say. I thought Marilyn was in that. I don't know why. Are you kidding me? That's the D- DMV area. Oh yeah, it is DMC. A DMV. Yeah, <laughs> DMC. No, DMV. <laughs> DMV area. Yikes. Yep. Um, anyways, so we both went to Rutgers University, mm-hmm. State College of New Jersey. Yeah, and then I studied pharmacy. I studied accounting. Yeah, and then right now I am working in corporate um, at a pharmaceutical company. Yeah, and what are you doing? I am working in finance. Even though I studied accounting, I did do public accounting briefly, but then I transferred over, so I do financial planning and analysis Mm, right now. We also go to the same church. Mm -hmm. Um, Local church. Yeah, multi-ethnic. Non-denominational. We've been going there for two to three years. Hopefully we'll be back in person soon, pending the vaccine. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. And then something else you wanted to talk about would be our personality test answers, responses. (laughs) (laughs) On a variety of personality tests that we find so much joy in taking. Yeah. That's a fun fact about us or something that we share is just a common passion for personality test all types. i mean honestly i feel like it's such an easy question to ask like a new person you don't know and whether they tell you like they're myers-briggs or enneagrams i already have like a good sense of who they are do you feel like that is something that comes up in your first several conversations with people that you meet though <laughs> or like um post uh, post it becoming post-colly? a big thing oh you know so obviously you couldn't talk about enneagram mm-hmm. before people took it yeah, and, like, yeah yeah had a concept of it but do you think, I think like I now it comes so. up but I also think I'm kind really? of crazy. No, because, like, Actually, I... I would say it does come up I feel like it does come quickly. up. It's, yeah. it's kind of just, like, even in our small group at church, we would go around and be like, that was an icebreaker. Oh, like, what's your Enneagram your, type? Yeah, what's your Harry or Potter like house? Break. Yeah, like, yeah. everything. Because I feel like it just gives you, like, a broad understanding of who that Gage, person is. when you is. don't know someone at all, Yeah, it exactly. Helps. It really Not does like help. narrow down, but kind of, like, helps well, I think put a person on a spectrum of anything. Yeah, and then... You kind of get a gauge. Yeah, exactly. So... for sure. So speaking of, like the tests that we like have enjoyed taking Myers-Briggs as we just mentioned is definitely one of them that was very popular when we were in college it's four different uh ca- categories um 16 total like yeah. different types that you can be and each category has like two subtypes yeah I guess so I am an ENFP and that stands for extroverted innovative no <laughs> yeah innovative in- uh, intuitive. oh intuitive <laughs> oh my god intuitive Sorry, clearly we don't know ourselves Still very well. Still don't know. But F is for feeler and P is perceiving. So basically extroverted is like someone who gets energy from being around other people. Intuitive is someone who is like a big picture thinker. Feeler is like self-explanatory. Someone mm-hmm. who like is more, I guess, not like more influenced by feelings, but like that's kind of like how they make decisions. And P... um, which is perceiving, is someone who is more, like, spontaneous. So I think, like, an ENFP is, like, typically, like, the person that you think is, like, super outgoing, like, center of attention, life of the party kind of person. I don't, like, completely resonate with that type fully, and that's because for three of the four categories, for E, N, and P, I'm, like, straight down the line, straight down the middle. And so, yeah, I would say that's why, like, I don't really super resonate with my Myers-Briggs type. But that's what I am. Yeah, what about you? I am a ISFJ, which is introvert, sensing, feeler, and judging. So for me, you know, I don't know much about ISFJ. That's just something that I took in freshman year um, when everyone was taking that test. But I think I just, like, don't put that much weight into Myers-Briggs just because I'm, like, pretty much down the line as well Mm -hmm. um, for everything except for feeling. 
Yeah. Anyways, moving on to the Enneagram test. Yes. So the Enneagram test, there is... Yeah, that's something that we're definitely both more into. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, Enneagram is, in short, a test where there is nine types. And the types are basically broken down into characteristics. And there's like a basic fear and desire for each type. Mm -hmm. So do you want to start it off? Yes. So I am a type four. And the type four is the individualist. So in short, that is someone who is self-aware, sensitive, and reserved. They are emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but can also be moody and self-conscious. Very interesting. It definitely describes me very well. I relate a lot to it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think specifically, like, the self-aware part and the emotionally honest. Honestly, like, all of it. But, like, especially the self-aware part. Um, I think I'm constantly introspecting and, like, assessing how I feel and kind of, like, wanting to know, like, why I feel that way. And so, therefore, I'm, like, very aware of that. And I feel like even when I talk to my friends, I, like, am trying to become aware of, like, who they are as a person, Mm -hmm. too, through, like, probing questions, etc. And I think hand-in-hand with that, like, being emotionally honest with, like, myself is something I'm very comfortable with and that I do, and I do that with my friends as well. So I would say type four is definitely, like, describes who I am and something I relate to. And my wing, which is, like, each type will have a wing, and that will be basically the number that is, like, above or below your primary type. So for me, I'm a primary type four, but then my wing is a type three. And the type three is the achiever. Um, And in short, achievers are... Self-assured, attractive, and charming. Ambitious, competent, and energetic. They can also be status conscious and highly driven for advancement. I do resonate with this one as a wing. Um, Specifically, I'm someone who is ambitious and highly driven for advancement. I think... Yeah, you are. (laughs) I think (laughs) I am not um, like the traditional sense of that word, I guess, if that makes sense. Or like to a third party person, it, you know, like they might not always be aware of like what my per- personal goals are. Um, but I definitely do always have like some idea or like direction of like what I'm doing or where I'm headed in yeah, every area of my life. And sure. there is an over overall goal that I'm striving towards. <laughs> I agree. Always. And I think that changes because obviously like life happens and you can't control, but mm-hmm. I do like to feel like I have direction (laughs) yeah yeah I agree what about you um I'm a type eight wing and nine type eight (laughs) is um the challenger they are self-confident decisive willful and confrontational um so I would say like I resonate with type eight in the sense that type eights it says there's no short of of passion intensity and energy in eights so for me that's exactly accurate yeah there yeah (laughs) I passion some energy and what? yeah intensity intensity yeah I would do, I would say I agree with that yeah I think <laughs> I unfortunately agree as well <laughs> why am I unfortunate I mean I I do think I'm type A when I reread this I was like oh wow actually I agree with it a lot more but I I will say I'm not as like um, aggressive because they also say like type A's get into too many problems by being too blunt forceful confrontational domineering defiant mm-hmm. quick tempered full of rage cynical and vengeful it's because of the type nine. Yeah, the type nine in me, um, which type nine is the complete opposite, which is the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. So that's someone who's receptive, reassuring, agreeable, complacent. So for me, it's really situational dependent. 
like if something triggers me, um, which you know you'll hear next episode. Um, <laughs> type eight will come yeah, out. Yeah, type eight will come out. If yeah. not, then like I'm definitely a type nine. And I would also say like Asian American culture, and this could be like generalizing things. And maybe even, like, Christian culture, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the type 9 personality, the characteristics that are embodied by a type 9 are definitely more encouraged. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And so in yeah. terms of, like, like conflict avoided. Yeah. Or, like, in church, being, being nice passive. to everyone. Yeah. So I think like that Like, not really speaking up. Yeah. yeah, even though you're, like, a type 8, I think the type 9 is has been, like, cultivated in you. Also oh, yeah, because of your sure. external environment. Yeah, and I think the last thing that we wanted to talk about in terms of sharing about who we are and help you guys get getting to know us better is just our goals for the podcast kind of like what our expectations are and what we wanted to get out of it do you want to go first yeah I can go first so for me I feel like this podcast is just like a like a platform and a space for me to share thoughts and opinions on things and Mm -hmm. you know to have like good conversations with either between us or even Mm -hmm. guests Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's just a little bit kind of like a time capsule where I can like come back in mm-hmm. five years and like listen to it and see what I thought when I was this age and it's <laughs> this just age yeah and I Show think your kids <laughs> I don't know it's just cool you know yeah. and also having a hobby in quarantine Agreed. yeah what yeah. about you pretty much the same I think kind of tracking like my thoughts now yeah opinions on things like you said versus like down the road if I'm gonna like agree with myself I think we'll definitely be able to see how we've grown oh yeah which is for cool. sure maturity and like thought yeah. <laughs> as all people should have um we hope yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think um I'm especially excited for conversations that we'll be able to have when we invite certain guests on and just like the different Same. perspective and like unique experiences that they've had yeah and being able to like kind of join together in like a conversation and like be able to share that with like the world so on our podcast we plan to share opinions and stories on various topics whether it's relationships adulting current events or even our latest hobbies and obsessions and we also plan to invite guests and friends to join us for these discussions along the way we'd love to get your feedback and know what you guys want to hear on the podcast so definitely connect with us on our instagram Our handle is Relatively Asian. Thank you for joining us for our very first episode of the podcast. Minnie and I had so much fun doing this, and we hope you had fun too. If you're listening to this, we actually have another episode up right now. It's episode two, which is part one of two episodes where we dive into our experiences getting laid off. What happened, our reactions, our next steps, and where we are now. So tune in there to hear all the juicy details. Bye. Bye.